I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. Today, we're going to be talking about what most content marketers get wrong. And so if you're a content marketer, we, we produce a ton of content, right? Like for our clients and for ourselves on my brand, the company brand, and all of our clients' brands in the industrial space. So we've got a lot of data to support why we do things the way we do it. We also see and get back-end access into a lot of client-side stuff where other people have worked on it. So we get to see some mistakes that were made and whatnot. So we're all about helping people, educating them, giving you some tools that you can use literally today in every piece of content we, we produce. The goal is, can I provide value to you today? All right, so the first thing is the purpose. So what content marketers typically get wrong is starting with the purpose. What is the purpose behind why you're creating that piece of content? And oftentimes people are doing it for the wrong reasons. They're doing it to get something in return. So I get it from a company standpoint. You have to create a piece of content because ideally you want somebody to see it, increase your brand, and then that turns into revenue. But don't solely do it for that reason. Go into it from a standpoint of, I'm trying to educate somebody. I'm trying to help somebody out with something. So I'm creating this piece of content to provide them value first, and I'm not going to ask for anything in return. If something in return comes from it, that would be an ideal state, right? You help somebody out, you educated them, you taught them something, you entertain them for a period of time, and maybe in return, they subscribe to your content. Maybe they go to your website, buy a piece of your equipment, use your services. That is a great end goal. But if that's the only reason why you're doing it, then you're putting the vibe out there that it's somewhat one-sided and I can promise you that you will see less return. It'll be a diminishing return on if that's your sole goal. Here at MFG Tribe and on my personal brand, we produce so much content to help people. If something comes back from that and it ends up being a client or somebody sees something and I said something to help them and they end up being a client of ours in some capacity down the road, then great. But we're not doing it strictly for that reason. But I can tell you that if you go into it from the standpoint of, I just want to provide value to you first before I could even ask for anything in return, ask for your attention, ask for you to share it with somebody that you know, I want to provide value first, then you will see a massive return on that investment. Just putting that out there, you will get results from it. So starting with the purpose, diving in deeper of it, what is the purpose of that specific video? So you're going at it from a standpoint of, I want to educate, entertain, or help somebody with something. Then it's like, what is what is the ultimate goal of that? Like breaking down that video or that article into different sections of saying, in the end of this, I want them to do this thing. I want them to know this one thing. And then making sure that the structure and the way you have it laid out is going to achieve that. You can't just throw up information on a piece of paper. You can't just throw up information in a video. You have to have some sort of structure to it to where it's easily digestible, Somebody can get some value from it. They can follow along and you're keeping their attention. So if you go at it from that standpoint, I promise you that you will see better results. The next point is going to be the volume of the content. This is where everybody in this specific space gets it completely wrong. Volume of content is going to dictate how much value you can provide, how much return you can get on that investment of making that piece of content, and then result into whatever ROI that you're seeking. Too often people think that if I post one time a week on LinkedIn, or if I create one video a month, and they look at the results of that one piece of content, or maybe it's five, 
and they're judging the results based on that and saying, this doesn't work, this method, this strategy doesn't work, then it's a false sense of saying that it doesn't work because you have not given it the amount of volume that you need to, to get it to work, right? So great strategy, great idea, but the execution is where it failed. You have to be creating a significant amount of volume. And the main reason for this is that everybody that you're trying to produce content for is very busy. And if they're very busy, there's a lot of distractions. And if there's distractions, that's basically noise. Does not matter the platform, does not matter if it's the phone, email, social media, YouTube. There's a lot of things going at them from a standpoint of watch me, read this. And then you've got the advertising side of it where people are like, no, pay attention to the right side of the banner. No, pay attention to this non-skippable ad. All of that's going on in their face. So you have to make sure that you're producing enough content that you can break through that. So specifically on LinkedIn, when we were posting one time a day for, the, I don't know, the past year and a half, I was getting X amount of impressions on my content. It was around like 20, 25,000 impressions a month on my content on my personal profile. At the end of last year, I said, let's just do a test and let's post three times a day. And the team was like, damn, that's a lot of content. And it is a lot of content. But let's just test it out and see the results. After 28 days, we're at, I don't know, 50, 60,000 impressions a month more engagement, more people messaging me, more people saying, dude, that helped me, voting on our polls, whatever it is, right? And I said, let's keep it going and see how high we can take this. We now have it up to right around 100,000 impressions a month on my personal profile of the content I produce. Now, that may not seem a lot to like the, a lot of bigger brands that have more followers that are getting more engagement, that would probably be true. But going from 20 to 100, in 30 to 60 days is pretty massive. And the only variable that we changed is the quantity of posts per day. Now you may be thinking, dude, three posts a day is ridiculous. I work for a business. I can't possibly be doing that. Yeah, that may be true. Do you have an assistant? Do you have a team that also works there that can post stuff? I mean, if we're talking company page, you can post multiple times a day because if you think about it, not everybody's going to see it. When you log into LinkedIn, you're going to see whatever is trending or popular at that point in time. Maybe one of your connections that you follow and engage with just posted something that shows up on your feed. But if I posted something yesterday and you happen to come in LinkedIn at 10 o'clock today or 11 o'clock today, and I haven't done my post for the day yet, and then you're off of LinkedIn within 20, 30 minutes, there's a high likelihood you aren't going to see the post I did yesterday. And if you don't come back for two days, you're not going to see the post that I did today. So it's from a timing standpoint that if you're pushing out enough content at various times of the day, various frequencies of the week, there's a higher likelihood that you will capture that person on that specific platform when you're trying to get their attention. It's different on each platform, but everybody will tell you that more content will not hurt you unless it's your pocketbook and you're paying somebody else to do it. But you will see an ROI to make that justified spend to spend the resources and the time and have your team do that but it's all about volume. There are people that will say, post less frequently, you'll get more engagement on that post, 100% true. If I only post one time a week, and I had a massive following that was just like dying for my content, then that single post would get a lot of engagement. But what I'm basically doing is, instead of doing one post with a lot of engagement, I'm gonna do a lot of posts with smaller amounts of engagement, but it's more content, it's gonna provide more value. So I go back to the purpose, if my purpose is provide as much education value as possible, that I need to produce as much content as possible. Our team needs to grow. We need to do different types of videos, different types of posts, ask for polls, engage with people, whatever it is. But you have to drastically increase the quantity and the volume of your content.
The third one's gonna be consistency. So you've got your purpose down, you're producing a lot of content, but are you doing it consistently? The algorithms like people that are consistent. Your market's gonna like people that are consistent. If you go into it and say, I'm gonna post twice a week, three times, five times a week for the next three weeks, and then you stop, you've basically told the algorithm, I don't care about this anymore. The people that you're marketing to are gonna be less likely to stay engaged with it if you're not posting on any regular basis. And hopefully if you have enough of a following, people will start messaging you saying like, hey, where are you guys at? I haven't seen a post. We used to go live two to three times a week consistently. Then we changed our content planning strategy going into 2023 where it was still the same quantity of video but less live interaction because of everything that we have going on here at the agency and the growth that we've seen over the last 12 to 24 months to where it just wasn't feasible for us to keep that type of schedule. So we still produce the same amount of content, just not in a live format. We reduce the frequency of live formats. So we're spreading out all the attention that we were getting, small amounts of attention on multiple videos into hopefully the goal is more attention when I do go live. But we have had numerous people message, leave comments on YouTube saying, hey, when are you guys going to go live again? Because I have not seen you in a couple of weeks. So it's typically twice a month. And then we have some other team members that are doing their own live shows. Think about it from the standpoint of if you're not consistent, then you're not going to be able to see the long-term play and the long-term results of the action that you're taking with video. Video is not an instant gratification thing. You can post a video today that you create or an article today that gets immediate engagement and gets some gratification for you to hopefully fuel you to produce more in the future. But if you want to look at it from standpoint of I'm trying to push my brand out there, my company brand, at a massive amount of scale and we're the underdog and there's bigger companies for us, then you have to look at it from a long-term play standpoint. That is where people fall off. No different than in sales, the money is made in the follow-up because most people do a sale, quote somebody, and then they forget to follow up past the immediate responses. That is where the money's made. No different than with video and creating content. You have to be consistent with every single week or every single day for a long period of time. If you look at anybody that's popped off on YouTube, all of the content creators out there across the world, they were producing videos for years, every single week, every single month before one of their videos took off and then their channel grew. No different than videos for an industrial manufacturing company. You produce one video, typically people would say, I'm gonna make one video, four minutes long, company overview, it's gonna go on my homepage, go on my About Us page, and that's all we're gonna do for a year you will get so few views and engagement on that single piece of content because people don't see it on the platforms you're posting on or they don't watch the whole thing. You have to be short with your content, try different things. So create a long video or create a long article and then break it up into little micro content pieces to be able to make it easily digestible to people. But you're not gonna be able to do that if you're just producing one thing a month or one thing a quarter. You have to develop a consistent pattern to where your volume's increasing and you're doing it consistently over time and then test and measure after you've given it some runway to breathe, like 60, 90 days, look at the results and then make adjustments from there. The last one's gonna be the distribution platforms. Where are you putting this content? Whether you're writing content or creating videos, where are you going to put it? It all has to live somewhere, but you have to think about it from a standpoint of where is the lowest valued attention? Where can you get attention from people the cheapest? Where are people spending their time? It can go on your website if it's a video, it can go on your website if it's an article, but if your demographic's on LinkedIn, you need to be posting on LinkedIn, but in a format that is friendly for that. So you can post a link to your article on LinkedIn company page, right? And it's gonna take them away from LinkedIn. 
But LinkedIn doesn't typically like that. They want people to stay in a platform, no different than any other social platform. They want you to stay in it. So you could take an article and break it up into little snippets, post that as opposed to the company page, and say, check out our website to see the full article. So you're trying to trap the engagement, stop people from reading further, right? You're trying to stop the scroll, get them to see what you wrote, read a, a little snippet of it and say, yes, I do want to click it. Or you can say, the link is in the first comment, right? You can make a comment, put the link there, so that way you're kind of playing with the algorithm from a LinkedIn standpoint. No different than on video. If you post a video to, a, if you post a link to a YouTube video, you would think that people would click it to watch the whole thing, but most of the time they don't, and LinkedIn doesn't really push it that hard. So changing that to native uploaded content that's in vertical format, not square, that is posting regularly every day or a couple times a week, you're going to see more engagement. If the, the type of video that you post in there is 30 to 60 seconds, then you can play on the short attention span and give people small, easily digestible pieces of content. That can go on LinkedIn, upload as a native post, and that can go up to YouTube Shorts because YouTube's promoting Shorts a lot so far this year because they're trying to compete with TikTok. You can take that to TikTok if you're a personal brand. You would want to also put the long-form content in video. You'd want to put the long-form content link embedded onto your website, multiple different pages. You can create a video library on your website, no different than a blog, but just for videos, where you list out in tiles all of your different long-form videos. You can have a section on the right-hand side of your website where you're putting in some short content feeds. You can have every single page of your website where you're talking about a service or a product needs to have its own video. If you're talking about a product, have a video about that product, not just 3D rendering, animation, exploded views. I'm talking about explaining the value proposition, interviewing with clients. All of that; those strategies are built into one single video so somebody can click it. And then maybe as you go out throughout the page, there's little short videos that you create but you have to look at it and say, I can't just put it in one location because I'm capturing an audience that goes to that location. But if I want to drive people to where the final video is, like let's say it's YouTube or your website, then you have to pull them from different resources. You have to send it out through email marketing. You can send it out through email marketing, then pick up the phone and call these people. Hey, we sent you a video that I thought you might get some value out of. Check it out. Let me know. You know share it with your team. Put, post it up on LinkedIn. Twitter, I still would not pay attention to. Facebook and Instagram, unless you got a big following there, which most industrial companies don't, that's not going to really provide a lot of value for you. But you have to distribute it to all the platforms, possibly slightly tweak it to that platform's specifications. I feel like LinkedIn native upload versus YouTube upload on shorts can be the exact same video. It's just a different platform. Using the proper hashtags within that environment, if it's on social or YouTube, is important because that's how you're going to get discovered. That's how people are going to find it. That's going to help the algorithm tell you what you're trying to, like the, the demographic that you're trying to go after. So you have to slightly customize the post to each platform. But I feel like there is some cross-pollination of this video can go on LinkedIn. This video can also go on YouTube Shorts. The long video can go on YouTube. It can also go on the website. The short video, maybe you create a different, shorter version of the video that goes on your website. Maybe you upload natively a, a wide format video on LinkedIn. You have to test out your specific demographic and then based on that data, make adjustments to your strategy all the time, like every single month. We're constantly testing things here where we will change a thumbnail on a YouTube video. All of a sudden we get more views, change the way we're captioning it, change the cuts that we use, the styles, the lighting, the scenery, who's in the video. We test this stuff all the time to figure out what's the best method. And it's no different than what we do with our clients. We produce a video, but then we change up the format and see how are people engaging, like what are they engaging the most on LinkedIn? Is it 
an article? Is it a, a graphic with like an infographic or just a regular graphic linked back to the website? Or is it a video? And then looking at videos, is it a short video, a long video? Is it a client testimonial? Is it an explainer video? Is it a link to a video where it was a webinar? All those things have to be tested, look back at the data, and then once you figure out your ecosystem of what's working for you the best right now, double down on those different areas and see where can you have that, that bell curve of performance fall off. So once you reach there and you reach that plateau of like, yeah, we're, it worked, we're getting more people from these different channels, these things are working, how do we want to make it better? Then you can make adjustments even further from there to really raise the ceiling on it. As always, guys, I appreciate your time. Go over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, turn on notifications. We are posting videos every single day. We are growing our team. Right before this meeting, we we're interviewing more people to produce even more videos. So that's what it's all about, is providing as much value to you guys as possible. Hopefully you got something out of this. Share it with someone that you know. We will see you on the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.